0: Welcome to the Bioneers, revolution from the heart of nature.
1: We speak as the generation most affected by climate change, by these issues that we're seeing, whether it be deforestation or ocean acidification or pollution in our rivers and our water streams. For us, it's not a political game. For us, it's about our future. It's about our existence. It's about the kind of world I'm gonna grow up in, that my kids, my grandkids, the kind of world that they're gonna grow up in.
0: It's all alive. It's all connected. It's all intelligent. It's all relatives. We stand at the threshold of a historic opportunity in the human experiment to reimagine how to live on Earth in ways that honor the web of life, each other, and future generations. It's a revolution from the heart of nature and the human heart. In this series, The Bioneers, Revolution from the Heart of Nature, we celebrate social and scientific innovators with breakthrough solutions for restoring people and planet, creating a future environment of hope. In the face of the world's crises, every generation confronts its own unique crisis of consciousness. In the 60s, the boomer generation stared down the barrel of the unimaginable specter of nuclear annihilation. Today's generation must address global climate disruption that threatens the very viability of human civilization as we know it. And that threat is no longer in the future. It's here now. Yet today, a truly remarkable generation of young people is rising to the challenge. In this program, we hear from three inspiring and inspired youth leaders. DeAnthony Jones, project coordinator at Collective Impact, Chloe Maximum, co-founder of Divest Harvard, and Cot Martinez, hip hop artist and youth director of Earth Guardians. It's Youth Solutionaries, Future, Present. My name is Neil Harvey, I'll be your host. Welcome to the Bioneers, revolution from the heart of nature.
2: The error of youth is to believe that intelligence is a substitute for experience, while the era of age is to believe that experience is a substitute for intelligence. That's from Ernest Hemingway. I'm here today to talk about youth leadership in the environmental justice movement.
0: DeAnthony Jones, now a project coordinator at Collective Impact, went on to work with the Environmental Service Learning Initiative, ESLI, in San Francisco to engage youth of color in the environmental movement. But he was probably as surprised as anyone that this is where his life had led him.
2: When they, they approached me, I, I thought, I, I gotta be honest with you, you know, growing up in the low-income neighborhood, I thought, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm from San Francisco and I thought environmental justice and service, that was something for hippies in Haight-Ashbury.
0: Then D'Anthony Jones attended a talk given by Dave Room from the local group Bay Localize that rocked his world. The speaker vividly connected issues of environmental justice with the reality of sea level rise caused by climate change, and it hit him too close to home.
2: Then he showed San Francisco and part of it underwater. And one of the spots that he showed underwater was at and Park. And I love my Giants. I said no more games. We got to do something about this. <laughs> but then I got back to high school and you know I, I was inspired, but the the reason why I was more drawn to this movement is that the various mentors in my life brought it back to me and my community. They brought it back to environmental racism, environmental injustice. They expanded environmental injustice to not only include the physical environment, but the social one, too. They made the message relevant for me. And that's the trick to getting youth involved. Youth respond well to culture. And at Mission High School, we built a culture around sustainability.
0: DeAnthony Jones was motivated to start informing his peers about the need to build a green economy. He then organized a performance event that linked respect for women to respect for the earth. He helped get his school to recycle and compost. He organized a huge eco-music festival with hundreds of attendees, and he catalyzed a bicycle-powered prom.
2: Youth leadership is the movement's endurance and longevity. The trailblazers are elders. They make the path. We retrofit it. The Trailblazers, they set the foundation for the message, and we build a skyscraper out of that. <laughs> they bring it back to our block, and then the block gets hot. But the heat turns into energy via solar panels. And that's what this movement is all about, and that's how you get youth involved. You remind them of how they can get into this movement. And you got to remember as educators, too, that polar bears and photosynthesis, they're not going to make youth's toes curl. (laughs) Show them photosynthesis in their own communities. Show them the best way to learn is by hands-on learning.
0: In his work with the Environmental Service Learning Initiative, he helped link class subjects to the movement. The program connected the dots of water injustices in South America with students' government class. In biology class, Jones helped bring in solar panels, and students even built some. He got his school to plant a garden. Winning a prestigious Brower Youth Award, he went on to college and then to serve as North State Regional Director of the Youth Democrats' California Black Caucus. All this fed his growing passion to create a new youth culture that makes environmental care and kinship the norm. DeAnthony Jones is not alone.
3: So I got involved with climate activism when I was 12 years old. I joined a campaign to stop a development proposal in my home state of Maine.
0: In high school Chloe Maxman launched a climate action club that galvanized a climate action movement in her school and community. Then she founded the social network website, First Here, Then Everywhere, to empower youth environmentalists.
3: Our initial projects were really small and really basic, like we did an energy audit of my math teacher's classroom during lunch. But through funding and just our commitment, we grew really big and we were on the Sundance channel and we raised enough money to install solar panels on our school. We had the largest reusable bag campaign in Maine, and we, we also galvanize this really big movement in our community.
0: Chloe Maxman's Climate Action Club kept over 700,000 plastic bags a year out of landfills. She went on to Harvard College, where in 2012, she co-founded Divest Harvard.
3: Then when I went to Harvard, I learned about tar sands and Keystone XL, and I had no idea what that stuff was before I got to college. And then I learned that there's a pipeline that runs from Maine, from Portland, Maine to Montreal, Canada, and it currently carries conventional oil from Maine to Canada, but there's a proposal to reverse the flow of the pipeline and bring tar sands from Canada to Maine. Through this pipeline that was built in 1960, that runs 100 yards from the drinking water source for 20% of Maine's population into Casco Bay, which is a hub for our economy, it would totally devastating, not to mention the you know, the countless houses and communities that this pipeline runs through. It wasn't built for tar sands. It would burst. There would be a lot of really catastrophic disasters. And then I learned that this pipeline is 76% owned by ExxonMobil. And I had no idea that a corporation like Exxon had such a stronghold in Maine. And then the more research I did, you know, I read about a subsidiary of Exxon called the Portland Pipeline Company, which is portrayed as this mom and pop pipeline company, but it's actually owned by Exxon and and then the collusion with local politics. And it, it was, it was an eye opener. And I realized that I couldn't continue to focus on my own behavioral change when, when I saw that there were larger systems that needed to be challenged. Because you know, even if my house is carbon neutral, Exxon still owns that pipeline.
0: One month before she co-founded Divest Harvard, Maxman didn't even know the meaning of the word divestment.
3: And none of us knew what we were doing. Now, in our third year, we have 70,000 people that have signed on to our campaign. <laughs> fossil fuel divestment movement is to get everyone to sell their stocks in fossil fuel companies so that we can stigmatize the fossil fuel industry and weaken their political influence. In that space, yeah, that's what we need. In that space, we're building a people's movement. We're building this massive grassroots climate movement that is going to capture our politicians' attention and push for the climate legislation that we need.
0: The Divest Harvard campaign went on to organize protest fasts and rallies. The group convened a forum with faculty, staged a sit-in at a speech by the school's president, and conducted a civil disobedience action where protesters blocked the door to the president's office building. A movement that was not initially taken seriously has mushroomed globally. By spring 2015, the divestment movement had gained serious momentum, with divestment commitments topping $100 billion with participation by over 200 institutions, from city governments to universities like Stanford, foundations like the Rockefeller Brothers Fund, and religious groups, as well as hundreds of individuals. It's a movement initially driven largely by youth. After all, for young people, climate disruption threatens to steal their future, now.
1: We speak as a generation most affected by climate change, by these issues that we're seeing, whether it be deforestation or ocean acidification or pollution in our rivers and our water streams. You know, we're speaking as the generation that is going to be here to clean up the mess that adults have made and that we have made, of course. You know, we, we're not doing it for the money. For us, it's not a political game. For us, it's about our future. It's about our existence. It's about the kind of world I'm going to grow up in, that my kids, my grandkids, the kind of world that they're going to grow up
0: in. Shutez Martinez is a thirteen year old indigenous environmental activist based in Boulder, Colorado. An activist since he was six, he's the youth director of Earth Guardians, a nonprofit organization committed to protecting the water, air, earth, and atmosphere. As a hip hop artist, he sings with his younger brother Itzquatli Roski Martinez, the duo performed Be the Change at a Bioneers conference.
1: Everybody stay standing, dance to the music, move, feel good, yeah. Cause we are the youth and we are yeah, come, we come we to shine the light. the light to show you the way you're living. Just ain't it's right. right, it's endangering the future that you will leave. We're all oh, living things oh, yeah. and for human beings, we're, we're on, on the, the brink of ecological disaster. What Everybody you do clap. today will determine our, our future generations are counting on you to find yourself in the thing that you do. Yeah, it's, it's time, time to, to be the, the change, change, for what you know is right. Time it's time to, to be the change to build a world of life. Time it's time to, to be the, the change, change, you do not as one. It's time, time to, to be, be the change. change, that means everyone. you got to feel the change to live the change.
0: Even at his young age, Martinez has organized numerous rallies, actions, demonstrations, and events. He's traveled internationally to speak about environmental and indigenous issues.
1: A huge part of who I am and what I do was from the way that I was raised. My father raised me in the Aztec tradition, and through that I learned that all life is sacred, that each and every one of us is deeply connected not only to one another, but to the world around us, and the issues and the crises we're facing in our planet are affecting our local communities, are affecting ourselves because of our connection to this earth, and us as humans, we have a lot of power. And so we were put here to be the caretakers of the land, and we have kind of done opposite of that, especially since the Industrial Revolution. So we are working to repair this connection with the Earth. And um, so when I was six, I saw Leonardo DiCaprio's documentary, The Eleventh Hour. And it was about the global crisis, about the state of the planet, and about what human lifestyles was doing to the world around us. And as a six-year-old watching that, I was freaked out. Because I saw that my world, the world that my generation was going to be left with, is collapsing. And I cried that night. And it was devastating because my own hometown, my own community was being impacted by the impact of climate change, by rising CO2 levels, by rising methane levels of greenhouse gases. Colorado suffered the greatest fire we have ever seen in our history in the same three months as we've suffered our greatest floods. We are seeing floods where we never see floods. We are seeing fires and droughts where we are never seeing fires and droughts. It's not just about global warming anymore, it's about shifting of weather patterns. Hot places are getting cold, cold places are getting hot. Humans are getting displaced around the planet because of typhoons, tornadoes, hurricanes, mass destruction. This is a human rights issue. And it is the defining issue of our time. Because after I saw that documentary, I realized I could do of two things. One, I could sit by idly as the world around me, as my world collapsed. Because a lot of people say that this generation is a future. But the truth is, is we're here now. We are the present. So I decided to take action. I decided to get engaged. And right after that, I started an organization called Earth Guardians. I'm the youth director of this organization, and we're working in communities to protect the earth, the air, the water, and the atmosphere so that my generation and those to follow will inherit a healthy, safe, sustainable, equitable planet for every generation to come.
0: When we return, it's youth rising with more vision and action from Chutescott Martinez, Chloe Maxman, and the Anthony Jones. This is Youth Solutionaries, Future, Present. I'm Neil Harvey. You're listening to The Bioneers, revolution from the heart of nature. To explore all available Bioneers radio shows and video programming, please visit Bioneers.org. And our thanks for the generous support from listeners like you. For a generation committed to a healthy, safe, sustainable, and equitable planet for all generations to come, it comes down to values. Shutescott Martinez's family raised him and his brother with deep engagement with the values of the traditional knowledge, of their aztec people
1: from what i've been taught is what holds us together is our connection to nature our connection to land our connection to our homes and and you know it was our job to protect that so that's just such a huge part is 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 our the spirits of of the land the um of the earth is what we call them and um yeah they represent a lot of different really sacred animals to us as well it's is this is the white eagle and um there's a lot of really important deities, and, and so it's, it's just really interesting because, you know, ever since I could walk, I started learning my traditional dances as well because our, our beliefs were that to give back and, and to kind of ask permission and, and pray and thank, thank the earth for all that it has given us. You know, we, we were not only a part of our communities, but we showed them through really important, huge ceremonies, which were the mitotilistli, which is kind of like the sacred dances of our people. So ever since I could walk, I was, I was a part of the circles and in and out of the ceremonies and learning how to speak Nahuatl, which is our traditional language.
0: These kinds of values, beliefs, and cultural traditions have inspired Chutezcat Martinez to tap his Aztec roots and translate them into hip-hop music. He shared his song, Who Am I?, with us.
1: Who am I? What does this question really mean? Is it asking how you fit into society? I am a rapper, an activist, an athlete, a composer, but wait, is that all that I am? Please tell me more, I still don't understand. Do my actions every day decide who I am or was my destiny chosen like a grain of sand in a desert vast and wide? One thing's for sure, you cannot hide from the person that you are, who you are to be. That changes every day, depending how you live your life. Our society tells you one thing and your heart tells you another. Should you follow your own path? Who am I? Who could I really be? Because if I find myself, I will be set free. Let go of the past. Forget about the future. Live in the present and reconnect with your culture. Quiet your mind. Let all things go. MCs paint pictures with words like Van Gogh. So live your life like an artist and reach for the stars, and you will find within yourself who you are.
0: As an Earth Guardian spokesperson, Martinez has taken his impassioned message to Washington, D.C. in front of Congress, the Senate, and White House staff. He was one of the youngest speakers on United Nations panels at the Rio Plus 20 UN Summit in Brazil. Earth Guardians, youth activists, helped get pesticides banned from public parks in Boulder. They organized to have toxic coal ash regulated. They helped secure bans and moratoriums on fracking across Colorado. Using social media, they raised awareness about climate change, showing youth the power they have to change the world. Now Earth Guardian crews are active on 6 continents, standing up to some of the biggest industries in the world.
1: And another way that we have gotten involved is through these lawsuits. Youth from all 50 states filed lawsuits against our state and federal governments demanding them to take action on climate change by putting in climate recovery plans. RISE, R-Y-S-E, Rising Youth for a Sustainable Earth, is a program that we have put in place to help educate and inspire young people and engage this rising generation of climate solutionaries and show them that the solutions are here now. It is time to be implementing them in our schools, in our homes, in our communities. And since the civil rights movement, youth have been on the front lines.
0: As a self-styled solutionary, Martinez is thinking big because everything is at stake for his generation and generations to come.
1: And I feel like if the recognition of the issue is great enough, if we can recognize that what we are facing is, is, is big, then I feel like there's huge potential to be able to bring forth, create, build a new world through a rising movement that comes from the people, that comes from the power of the people. And uh, I think more and more people around the world are realizing this is not just, you know, an environmental movement, a movement to protect the trees and the birds and the bees and the animals, which is all, you know, crucial, very important. But um, you know we just got to realize that this is not just an environmental movement, this is a human rights movement, because climate change has the power to wipe out everything that we know.
0: And um, it is one of the greatest issues we've ever seen. With climate disruption, the future is already present. But which future? Again, Chloe Maxman.
3: The most important lesson that I've learned is how to connect to your deepest motivation. A lot of the rhetoric in the climate movement is very angry and very frustrated with capitalism, with the fossil fuel industry, with Exxon, with, with politicians, with our government, with, I mean, you're just endless. And I think the anger and frustration is warranted. I mean, we have every right to be angry. But why Why are we angry? It's because all of these entities are threatening everything that we love and everything that we care about. So there's a layer of beauty underneath all of that angst that's on the surface of the movement. I remember exactly the day when I realized this. Whenever I talk to people I say we need to bring that love to the forefront of our movement. We need to make it more explicit because, you know, that anger and that frustration will just wear us down. This movement needs to go for a long time, you know, even past the tipping point. Then then we have other things to deal with. So, anger is not going to get us there but love will. So, I think that needs to be the foundation of the work that we do.
2: We have to restore what we've destroyed.
0: DeAnthony Jones.
2: And I think it's an experience that takes a mental evolution to kind of get to. You know, and and takes a spiritual one. For those who are spiritual, it takes a social one. It takes an economic one. How do we put the earth in the mix of making profit? Which well, there's nothing wrong with making profit, but how are you using it? Are you using it to sustain communities? Because sustainability has to be expanded, too. Sustainability has to not go only go into the environment, but to the society, too. Are we socially sustainable? Is everyone treated equally? You know, I, I think it's all interconnected. And like I said, I don't blame no one for their thoughts because no one's born a racist. No one's born greedy. No one's born a capitalist. No one's born selfish. It's the conditions that make these people. And I think they're, it, just as conditions make them, conditions can change them. And I think we need to create those conditions as society.
1: And a lot of people think that the power in this world, the power to change, the power to make a difference, comes from political leaders, from governments, from presidents, but they are wrong. Because the power in this world comes from us, it comes from you, it comes from the people in this audience and the people on this planet, right here and right now, because we have the power. And the earth is collapsing, every living system, that we see is unraveling. Oceans are acidifying our forests and our oceans are disappearing. Human rights issues are only getting worse and worse. Our planet is collapsing. And in the light of a collapsing world, what better time to be born than now because this generation gets to rewrite history, gets to leave our mark on this earth because we will be known as a generation, as the people on the planet that brought forth a healthy, just, sustainable world for every generation to come because this generation of people get to create the rebirth, get to co-create and recreate this new world of sustainability, of justice, of equity for all people on earth, and we are the generation of change. We are Generation Rise. Thank you. Who is the change? The change? Who brings the change? We bring the change. Who is the change? Come on, we everybody. Are the change. Who brings the change? We bring the change. Who, Who is the change? Who brings the change? Who brings the change? Louder. We Who is, is the, the change? change? We, we are the change. change. We are the change. Thank you, Pioneers. We are the Earth Guardians.
0: To <laughs> Tezcott Martinez, DeAnthony Jones, and Chloe Maxman, Youth Solutionaries, future, present. You can see and hear more from Chutezcat Martinez or explore more Bioneers radio shows and video programming online at Bioneers.org. For information on attending the National Bioneers Conference and Bioneers events in your area, please visit Bioneers.org or call 1-877-BIONEER. The Bioneers, Revolution from the Heart of Nature, is a production of Bioneers and Collective Heritage Institute. Executive Producer, Kenny Ausubel. Written by Kenny Ausubel. Senior Producer, Neil Harvey. Managing Producer, Stephanie Welch. Station Relations, Anna Iglesias. Interview recording engineer Jeff Westman. Our theme music is taken from the album Journey Between by Baca Beyond and used by permission of Hannibal Records, a Ricodisc label. Additional music was made available by New Earth Records at newearthrecords.com. For more music information, please visit pioneers.org. The opinions expressed in the Bioneers Revolution from the Heart of Nature radio series are those of the presenters and are not necessarily those of Bioneers and Collective Heritage Institute, the Underwriters, or this radio station. My name is Neil Harvey. Thank you for listening. I invite you to join the Bioneers in inspiring a shift to live on Earth in ways that honor the web of life, each other, and future generations. This is program number 1115.